Hello and welcome to the third episode of the Victim Podcast with me, Aisidu Jame, and my co-host, Lamin Fadera. Coming up in the show, the National Human Rights Commission of the Gambia Chairman Emmanuel Daniel Juf spoke to the Victim Podcast about the role of the Commission in the transitional justice period. Mr. Juf expressed his concern after the Truth Commission concluded its mission and submitted the report to the government of the Gambia. But why was the NHRC chairman disappointed post the RRC? There was a period that I was a bit disappointed in the fact that uh, nothing much was said about the TRRC and you had segments of our society even calling the anticipated um, uh, recommendations tissue paper. And this is something we raised with the executive that you set up an institution like you are allowing segments and where we have victims. People lo- lost their fathers, their parents, and you allow people to call this tissue. The National Human Rights Commission was set up by an Act of Parliament in 2017. Why is it important to set up an institution to promote and protect human rights in the Gambia? In 2013-2014, if you came to this country, you'll find out that the Minister of Justice was in jail, the Solicitor General was in jail, uh, the Inspector General of Police, Elias Jesus, was in jail, the Secretary General and Head of the Civil Service, Nyoguba, was also in jail. Judges were mercenary judges. They just got instructions from the head of state. You had a very powerful executive that usurped the powers of the judiciary, None of the oversight institutions were working. Uh, the journalists were abused by using draconian laws. The security forces were used to oppress Gambians. And it happened. It's a process. Uh, it didn't happen overnight. So, so when we talk about rule of law, adherence, it's not just we're just blowing big grammar. Because if you do not have this, we run the risk of going back to exactly where we are, where, where we were. And this is what Gambians must know. With these and a lot more to come in today's podcast with our special guest, Emmanuel Daniel Jew, the chairman of the National Human Rights Commission. This is the Victim Podcast. Welcome back to the show. In case you're listening to the podcast for the first time, welcome on board. The objective of the Victim Podcast is to raise awareness about the transitional justice process and highlight the importance of the implementation of the TRC's report. This podcast will create a platform for victims, civil society organizations, and NGOs to ensure co-raise awareness of the non-recurrence of human rights violations in the Gambia. And the Never Again campaign is achieved in the form of a podcast. You can follow the Victim Podcast on Twitter, Facebook, or better still, on our Instagram page. Since the establishment of the National Human Rights Commission by an Act of Parliament in 2017, the Commission's mandate is to promote and protect the human rights of every single Gambian. One of the main functions of the Commission is to investigate any violation of human rights independently on its own if they receive complaints from individuals or groups of people within the Gambia. For more information about the role of the National Human Rights Commission, let's hear from the Chairman of the National Human Rights Commission, Emmanuel Daniel Juf. I am Emmanuel Daniel Juf. I am the chairperson of the National Human Rights Commission of the Gambia, which was established in 2017 uh, with a very broad mandate uh, of promotional and protection of human rights in this country, and to also bring back a culture of human rights and rule of law in this country. Uh, The commission became operational in 2019 
when the five commissioners were sworn into office on the 14th of February 2019. Thank you very much, Mr. Juve. Thank you for um, granting us this um, conversation on the Victim Podcast. Um, so mainly, as you know, that the Victim Podcast is a podcast that's going to talk about uh, the TRC, the work of TRC with uh, the recommendations, the implementation of the recommendations of TRC. So how does your role as the chairman of the National Human Rights Commission play with the the transitional justice process and the recommendations of HRC. Yes, Aisha, if you know, we are also uh, the institution NHRC is a product of the transitional justice processes. Mm-hmm. As you know, uh, two decades of systematic violation of human rights mm-hmm. uh, in this country has eroded the very fabric of our society. So um, uh, the, the new government, when it came into power in 2017, embarked on a transitional justice process. And one of it was to set up a, the, the Truth, Reconciliation and Reparation Commission, also the Constitutional Review Commission, um, uh, and the National Human Rights Commission, uh, of course, and other processes, uh, reforms of the laws and uh, civil, sec- civil, civil service reform and uh, security sector reform. So we are a product of the transitional justice process. Uh, having said that, our, our mandate started uh, post um, uh, uh, 2017. In other words, any human rights abuses that took place before was going to be handled by the TRRC unless and until, of course, they were continuing. But that was uh, obviously important because the TRRC had to do its work. You cannot go and do sh- forum shopping. Yeah. So, um, so the TRRC has concluded its work. We are the institution that carry, carry on the mantle, the never again mantle. Because they have done a fantastic job. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the mandate in, for which they were uh, created has been finished. We now have a very comprehensive report mm-hmm. and there are recommendations. Mm-hmm. Now, here comes in the National Human Rights Commission. We are the body that has been set up as the white dog, the body that makes sure that we do not encourage impunity in this country. Mm-hmm. And this is where we are coming in. Yep. In fact, when the Gambia was reviewed at the uh, Universal Periodic Review in 2019 in Geneva, mm-hmm. the question was asked to the Minister of Justice that who, at the end of the TRRC, who is going to uh, um, um, oversee the work of the TRRC, who is going to monitor the, the implementation of the recommendation, and they said yes. Naturally, it is the NHRC because um, they, they, this is their mandate. But, but also, to be more precise, if you look at the report itself, mm-hmm. we are clearly mentioned mm-hmm. as the institution that will oversee the, uh, the, 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 the observing to make sure that the government actually um, implement the recommendation. So we have we play a very crucial part in the whole process. So uh, moving forward, what we intend to do and we are going to do, you know, of course, the government has uh, six months in which to come up with a white paper. That is the process. But before then, again, um, the National Human Rights Commission has actually started working on issues surrounding the TRRC by we're going to hold a stakeholders conference. Mm-hmm. Again, it's important that this is held so that we'll keep up, keep up the momentum. People must know yeah. um, what, what, what was the... Again, we have to remind them why the TRRC was set up in the first place. Mm-hmm. That is number one. Mm-hmm. 
Number two, it's important that we know, the government knows the expectation of the stakeholders, the victims. What are we expecting from the government? And, and number two, we also want to um, start developing a, a framework uh, for once the white paper comes out for the monitoring of the uh, recommendations. But, but not also that. The important thing is for the government to also know uh, from stakeholders yeah. what their expectations are as they go through this uh, through, through drafting or coming up with the with the white paper, the white paper. because it's 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 very important. Uh, we've heard, we've all sat through these sittings. We've heard uh, the, the 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 evidence, the facts that came out. Um, uh, it's it is important that Gambians know exactly where what happened. Uh, what is going to be done? Mm -hmm. You can you see you cannot talk about um, reconciliation, healing. This one of the things that we've talked about. It's, okay. All these things are important, yeah, but important. we have to also talk about justice. Justice, it's important. Justice is key to all these things, it is. and uh, and I think um, what we are going to do as a National Human Rights Commission to make sure that justice is done, it seems to be done because without it, you cannot have. You, you cannot have reconciliation and healing. Yeah, so, can. and also, you know, monitor the other aspects of it, uh, reparations is there, among many other things. So, um, it's a heavy load, mm -hmm. but um, uh, since we are the institution that has been set up to monitor mm -hmm. uh, the implementation of the, of, of, of the uh, recommendations and the implementation, we are going to be at the forefront to make sure that justice is done for the victims and also for Gambians. So that when we talk about never again, it, is meaning, it, it, it has meaning in what we say. In order to attain the never again and non-recurrence of human rights violations in the Gambia, what have the National Human Rights Commission done after some Gambians were subjected to human rights abuse? Sure. Yeah, to attain the never again, not only, uh, like, uh, as you know, part of our broad mandate is mm -hmm. to, we receive complaints, we investigate complaints, we monitor, um, like we visit this, as used to happen in the country before, mm -hmm. where people disappear, yeah. you know, on, enforced, on enforced disappearance. Yeah, sure. Today, our mandate is such that we can walk into unannounced, mm -hmm. and we do that, any detention facility, prisons, and find out why people are there. So anybody can give us information. We also um, do our own investigation. So that is number one, to make sure that they never again one of the things that, that, that was prevalent during the previous regime was uh, unlawful detention, um, uh, unlawful arrest, uh, detention without trial, um, uh, enforced disappearances. So we, this is, uh, we have a red flag for yes. these ones. Whenever we have information or from anywhere, we quickly follow on this trail. So to make sure that we don't go through that, this is one of the things that we do. But I think what is also important, and of course we have a complaints mechanism mm -hmm. where people come in, complain, and we, the, this, this institution has the powers of a high court sitting. We do our own sitting um, when, when we receive complaints and we feel that in, internal, sitting, internal sitting. as a tribunal, and occasionally we even do a hybrid sitting. Oh, wow, that's amazing. Um, if you remember, there was a, 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 an incident on, on police brutality against yeah. the commander of the uh, of the anti-crime anti unit yeah. the sitting was done here and uh, yes yes we chaired the sitting but it was a hybrid sitting where you had the national human rights commission chairing it but we also had the chairperson of tango 
the the president of the bar association was part of it uh, the, the minister of interior was part of it and the police and we came up with strong recommendation yeah. even yeah. even recommending that he will remove as the commander yeah. and also giving um, uh, monetary compensation to the, to the victim who had suffered some injuries mm -hmm. so we we are doing these things we also um, do advisory notes mm -hmm. we advise the government okay. on on law reform as we speak to you, uh, we scan the, the landscape and we are advising the government to change certain laws that are not compatible with treaties and uh, with the constitution and also laws that are not compatible with our regional and international human rights treaties. Mm -hmm. we, we have access to the standing committee of the, of the human rights at the National Assembly. Mm -hmm. So these are one of the many uh, activities that we do mm -hmm. to make sure that they, they never again. And of course, if you have been following, you realize that we, we issue a lot of press releases. Yeah. Whenever we see that there is something that is out there, mm -hmm. if you remember during the election campaign, mm -hmm. when the president even said things like yeah, yeah, using yeah. force, we, we came out strongly against, yeah. the, against yeah. the president, yeah. even as, uh, also against the head of the opposition, who also said things like yeah. he will destroy I've, him. I've so so, so we do all these things. Uh, our mandate is very broad. Mm -hmm. As I said, it involves mediation, it involves investigating, monitoring. So this actually gives us um, uh, 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 the authority to make sure that they never again, what happened before, we can nip it in the bud. Yeah. Before anything comes out of, uh, we, we bring it out in the yeah. open. So these are one of the things, many things that we do too, to make sure that they never again, a mantra is carried. Finally, in our exclusive interview with the chairman of the National Human Rights Commission, he spoke about the significance of promoting the rule of law, the proper implementation of the TRRC's report, security sector reform, and many more. Going back to the TRRC, what is also important, really, mm -hmm. uh, you know, we Gambians, we quickly forget things and shelf. Yeah, true. It's important that we raise awareness. True. The TRRC was not just set up for the fun of it. There was a reason why we set it up. Although we, we've easily forgotten, it's amazing that... Um, it, 22 years of fear. Yeah. This was fear that we yes. had. There were extrajudicial killings. You know, I'm not sure. making this up. Sometimes I say, why are people forgetting? Enforced this is where we have enforced disappearances, torture, uh, torture you know, sexual assault. sexual assault. These are things that happen in this country. Mm -hmm. They are documented. I'm not making it up. People who, who witness it, people who are even perpetrators, came up, the victims themselves. And, and what we cannot do is to just sweep things under, under the, carpet the carpet quickly. And Gambia is good at doing that. If we sweep things under the carpet, we will, we will run the same, we'll do the same thing again. And I'm telling you. Mm -hmm. And this is why we are very concerned when there are issues like security forces. The danger is we sweep things under the carpet, we forget, mm -hmm. and then we don't put those structures. Because what happened was, you had a very powerful executive that usurped the powers of the judiciary, mm -hmm. None of the oversight institutions were working. Mm -hmm. uh, the journalists were abused by using draconian laws. The security forces were used to oppress Gambians. And it happened. Mm -hmm. It's a process. It's a process. Uh, it didn't happen overnight. Yeah. When, when you do not have anybody mm -hmm. uh, challenging these things, mm -hmm. it goes, on. It goes and, on. And that is why it's very important that a National Human Rights Commission should be on top of things. We, we, we should not just talk about never again as, as if it's just a slogan. We must make sure that when we say never again, we are saying never again. Never again. So I think this is, this is where we come in. Mm -hmm. And this is why 
um, the TRRC recommendations are very important uh, that uh, they must be respected, True. they must be honored, and so that we also it will give us time to reflect as a nation where did we go wrong, how did we go wrong. That is why reforming institutions is important very the police, the, 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 the NIA, the SIS. You know, I have seen that, um, for example, the feared NIA, they don't even now get involved in arrest. Mm -hmm. But everybody feared the NIA. Everybody. You walk down the streets, you never know whether you're going to go home exactly. after an interview like this. Yeah, so, um, so it is important that as a nation, we know where we're coming from. And this is what the TRRC is going to do. Mm -hmm. Give us the historical record. And we feel that as a National Human Rights Commission, we need to, in the local languages, radio, TV. Mm -hmm. Let us remind people where we are coming from. Exactly. These are the things that happen. And when it happens, this is what. Yes. yes. There are people who lost their fathers. Mm -hmm. We have forgotten. Yeah. There are people who have lost families. There are people who have been tortured. There are people who have been killed, uh, whose properties have been seized. Uh, people have been dismissed unlawfully, and many, many other things that have happened. Sure. And uh, if we do not showcase this and remind people, and that's why I like uh, an institution like An Aniken. Yeah. When I went to the museum, I actually, you could, you could, it takes you back. Yeah. This is what, where Gandhi was. And we should make sure we memorize these yeah, things. Exactly. Otherwise, we quickly, we are a nation that quickly forgets. We quickly forget about <laughs> You yeah. know, but these are things, uh, you see, the thing is, we must understand, when we say human rights, we are not, it's, it's nothing to do with Eurocentric or just LGBT rights. Exactly. These are our fundamental rights. Mm -hmm. uh, what, what, do, what Eurocentric uh, rights are there when, when people's fathers disappeared, mm -hmm. when people were tortured? Mm -hmm. These are our human rights and governments were deprived of it. So when we talk about human rights, we must know that these are rights that we have because we are human beings. Mm -hmm. And it is the duty of the nation, of the government, to make sure that they are respected, protected, and fulfilled. The citizens of this country and everybody living within this jurisdiction of this country should also understand and appreciate the rights of people. And not only that, that also they should also respect the laws. Mm -hmm. You see, I kept on saying that it's very interesting that if we just look at the history of this country, we, will, we should now understand why human rights is important. Sure. When we were activists in those days, I remember, people used to laugh at us and talk about human rights as if it's rubbish. Mm -hmm. Until, uh, I've always said this and I'll keep on saying this, in 2013, 2014, if you came to this country, you'll find out that the Minister of Justice was in jail, the Solicitor General was in jail, was in jail. The, uh, I've mentioned the Chief Justice, the, uh, the Inspector General of Police, Elias Jesus. Was in jail. The Secretary General and head of the civil service, Nyoguba, was also in jail. You you look around, you discover uh, as somebody somebody said jail. that it was actually even a government in jail. In jail. Because among the executives, everybody, and if you look at most of them were in jail because of trump up charges. Yeah. Judges were uh, mercenary judges. They could they just got instructions from the head of state. So so when we talk about rule of law, adherence, it's not just. Uh, we're just blowing big grammar because if you do not have this we run the risk of going back to exactly what where happened, we are yeah. where, where we were and this is what Gambians must know mm -hmm. and I keep on harping it on if we do not we yeah. will go back to where we were yeah. let us stop by saying you know and Gambians we are very interesting quickly we say that ah, exactly. uh, it's not, God was Thank here when we were praying five times a day going to the church and people were still disappearing. If you do not have these institutions that work, 
like the National Human Rights Commission, because the person who make a mockery of such institution will need us tomorrow. Sure. And this is exactly what happened. Mm -hmm. This is exactly what happened during that reign. That was why I just named for you those people who were seen as the guardian of the rule of law, who actually abuse rule of law, were also spirited and kept in the same mile too. Mm -hmm. So you see, if you have a habit of uh, abusing rule of law and not not adhering to the process you will fall victim yourself you will fall victim to True. the process so it is better that we have a system where we adhere to rule of law respect human rights so that we'll have and create a better society and that's what we that's the mantle that we've been brought bring back a culture of human rights and rule of law mm -hmm. and this is what we're trying to do what will be your final word in relation to the recommendations of ETRC that has just been submitted to the government of the gambia yes okay i i would say there was a period that i was a bit disappointed in the fact that uh, nothing much was said about the trrc and you had segments of our society even calling the anticipated um, uh, recommendations tissue paper. And this is something we raise with the executive that you set up an institution like this. You are allowing segments and where we have victims. People lo lost their fathers, their parents, and you allow people to call this tissue. But I was very happy when I heard uh, the, the, the president and the minister of justice mm -hmm. saying that this was an institution that they set up. And justice will be done True. and it just gave me confidence and courage so we are going to make sure we hold them to their word you see the thing is uh, this is not a witch hunt it people is say is a witch hunt what witch hunt is there there is no witch hunt what we're talking about let's have justice let's have reparation let's have reconciliation those who bear the greatest responsibilities as the axis should face justice and let us make sure that what happened in 22 years of Jame will not happen again in this country. And we cannot just say it will not happen by praying. Mm -hmm. We have to have these institutions to make sure that we nip these things in the bud. Mm -hmm. We want a better society where we will not have our youngsters running away, back away, yeah, other Gambians running away to Senegal and other places. We want to live in our country. But in order to do that, we must create a better society by having a culture of rule of law um, where um, human rights and adherence to due process is respected. So this is what I expect. But it's a job that we all of us need to be part of. It, it is it is it is work. It's work in progress every day. Every day. So civil society, National Human Rights Commission, the government needs to be taken to task. Uh, National Assembly. Partners. Yes. So it's it's if we're going to create a better society, we all have to invest. Well, this is all we have for you on today's edition of the Victim Podcast. Hope you have enjoyed the insightful interview with the Chairman of the National Human Rights Commission, Emmanuel Daniel Juve. You can follow The Victim Podcast on our social media pages, on Twitter at The Victim Podcast, Facebook, The Victim Podcast, and Instagram on The Victim Podcast. You can also download and share The Victim Podcast on our different social media platforms. We also have a Spotify account. We're also on Apple Podcasts. You could equally download the podcast on our Facebook page. I have been your host, Aisutu Jame, and the co-host, Lamin Fadera, until we come your way another time with a special edition on the Victim Podcast. Thank you for listening. <laughs>